Hey everybody, welcome to Breaking the Wall Podcast. It's me, Brandon. And today I want to talk to you all about an industry that I think is really going to start taking off even more now that the pandemic is coming to a end. And this is the freelance market. This is the area where people are picking up jobs, um, from going from job to job, not really staying at one company, which I know if you went to a collegiate program for dance, most of those dance programs are preparing you for a life in either, either on Broadway, if you're in that musical theater realm, or if you're in that more contemporary concert world, they're preparing you for a career in a company where you will have 32 to 52 week contracts, you will show up every day at 10, you will leave at 4.30. But from what trends are showing me is that those companies are few and far between and actually more people, especially if you're in that concert or even the commercial world, are going more towards the freelance route. So more project-based work. So what's great about freelancing is you work on multiple projects a year. Right. Sometimes you're working on one project and simultaneously getting ready for another one to start in a couple of weeks. So they overlap by a week or so. For me, it's a really exciting career. I mean, there's always new projects. You get to work with a variety of different choreographers. There's also potential for consistent work, especially if you're working with a, cho- a choreographer you really like and they really like you. Usually, these people are going to keep hiring the same people over and over again. So if you can get into that inner circle, that's really ideal. But for me, you know, a lot of my career has been freelance work. You know, after I left Visceral, I was really jumping from job to job, um, trying to figure it out. I would work with one company for, you know, a few weeks out of the year, and then we'd come back again six months later to re- vamp a show or, you know, bring a piece back. Um, But in between there, I find myself, I love filling in the little gaps of like, oh, what can I do here? What can I create here? For me, it's like build your own rep company. You really get to choose, okay, if me as a person, me as Brandon gets to design my own rep company for myself, who do I want to hire? You know, I know, of course, choreographers are hiring me to dance for them, but who do I want on my resume? Who do I want to build my career, right? And you really get to create the career you want, which is awesome. However, the freelance life really isn't for everyone, right? I mean, you find yourself a lot of the times in a consistent state of what if or what's next, Like, what if I say yes to this project and then I get offered something better? What do I do? Or what if I turn down one job and then I'm left without a job for months, right? Without a paying dance job, right? What am I doing six months from now or even three months, two weeks from now? There's a lot of questions that come with being a freelancer. And I will tell you, consistency is not always the name of the game. And it's honestly rarely the name of the game. You can go, like I said, months without finding a job. It takes time to find, one, jobs you like, and two, it takes even longer to find the ones you love and the people you love working for. And rarely, unfortunately, in this freelance industry does everything fall into place where you're working with one company you love and that their schedule beautifully matches up with another person's schedule 
you know, if it's going well, you're more than likely just turning down a lot of projects other than, you know, trying to find them. So even if they're projects you really like, you really have to make these this pro-con list. Do I say yes? Do I say no? You have to make these decisions. So I like to think of this in terms of methods. So there's lots of methods to freelancing. And I broke it down to four that I kind of could categorize for you. And the first one is called the first come, first serve. So this is when you just say yes to everything. This is like a project comes your way. Hey, I'm looking for dancers for this video shoot. You say yes, you submit. It's the busy bee, right? Like you're always doing something. The pro is you're probably going to be nicely booked, right? You're going to be busy. You're going to be jumping from project to project. However, the con is you might be doing work you hate or be stuck doing work you hate. So when things do come along that you want to do, you're no longer available because you already said yes to things that came first, right? So a project comes in, you're like, ooh, great, it's work, I'm going to do it. Even if it's low pay or even no pay, you just want to be dancing. So this is an option, and it's an option usually for people who are just diving into the dance career, and they're looking for experience, or they're looking for what they like. They're kind of trying to sample a bunch of things and taking any opportunities that come their way. So if you're not doing the first come first serve method, you might be doing the opposite, which is the wait out the storm, right? You just wait for something to come along. But the thing about this one is that you have to lay the groundwork first, right? So you're taking class with choreographers you like, you're submitting to things you like, you know, and the pro is when you do get a job, which if you are staying consistent and reaching out to people or showing up, you're going to be doing work you love. The problem with this is that you're probably going to have long periods of not being booked, right? So where in the first come first serve, you are booked, you are going. However, when you're, you know, waiting out the storm, waiting for those jobs you really like, you're probably going to be waiting for a long time right? Waiting for someone to just reach out and say, hey, I have a project for you. So those are two I don't really recommend, but there are ways to do, there are pieces of both that are valuable. And the third one, so we have four, the third one is what I call the go-getter. And I know a lot of people like this. I love people like this. And it's kind of the hybrid of both. It's the yes person, the person who is clear about what they want, though, Right. So they're not just saying yes to any project that comes their way. They're saying yes to projects that align with what they want. So they cast a wide net. Right. They're reaching out to a bunch of things. They're really looking for, okay, this aligns with me in one way. Right. But they don't include work they're not willing to do or can't do. So they're not applying to jobs they can't do. They're not, you know, um, reaching out to companies that are like Irish step dancing when they've never done Irish step dancing in their life. Like they're really trying to stay focused on what they truly want. Um, The pros of this, right? You're doing work you love and you're not and you're doing things that you don't hate, right? So there might not be all the best projects, but hopefully if you're saying yes to so many things, you are getting a few things that you're like, wow, this is really great. The con is That, you know, through freelancing, it's a lot of work to set up all of these things, find the things you like, stay focused on it, where the burnout can be super real. So what I want us to focus on in the go-getter, as we just talked about, I think is, once again, great for people who are just starting out. If you're just graduating, 
I would love for you to all get more specific about what you want, more specific about the jobs you're willing to do and have reasons why other than, well, it's a job, right? Because then that's when we go into that first come, first serve, like, oh, anything's fine. Um, But the go-getter is really specific, but it's a wider net, right? So we have an area we like, but but we'll say yes to more things. What I'm shooting for for all of you is this fourth and final one, and it's the balanced, right? You have autonomy in the jobs you pick. Everything you do, you're like, I want to love that, yeah? You've spent your whole life as a dancer or working your way up to being a dancer, and now I want you to be, I want you to eventually get to the place where you can be really picky about what you want. So when you find this balanced freelance life, you are able to pick jobs that you only love. You get to work with people or have a pool of choreographers who like working with you and you like working for them. And what happens then is it becomes consistent. You have consistent part-time dance work with you know, a clear schedule. So you know that you're going to have, you know, three weeks to work with this choreographer, or you're working with this choreographer only three days a week, but you're doing it for, you know, for months at a time. And what's really great about this is that you have the freedom to do other work while staying more rooted in job and a job that's consistent and showing up for you maybe three times a week or three times a month. So this balanced part of, you know, being a freelancer is not something you get right out of being in college. In achieving this balanced life as a freelancer, it takes a few things. The first one is trust, right? Will you be able to see this project through to the end? Can the choreographer count on you to be there for the entirety of the project? Also, for your employer, will your employer do the same thing? Will they follow through on schedules and deadlines? Will they pay you on time, right? This is super valuable. And these are the types of people, the ones who do pay you on time, that you want to have in your circle for a nice, balanced freelance life. So trust is huge. The next one is open and honest communication. Can are you, you know, are you open about your availability, right? Everyone's time is valuable. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I can definitely do all those weeks when I know that I have another project that's going to interfere by one day or two days, or, you know, I might have to leave rehearsal early. I need to be honest about all of these things before I say yes to a project. And I mean, also being honest about your needs as an artist, right? Judging how they work in the studio, they meaning choreographers or the people at the front of the room. Do you need five minute breaks every hour? Or maybe you need more money to do the work that you're doing. Are you able to have the confidence to bring that to your choreographer or your whoever you're working for? And will they be, you know, willing to work with you on this? Or will they be honest with you and have a dialogue with you other than just shutting you out? Which unfortunately is way too common in our artist space. It's hard for dancers to speak up when their experience a lot of the time is being shut down for doing so. So, but we need to have that open and honest communication along with trust if we want that balanced freelance life. And honestly, the final thing that you need if you want that balanced life is willingness to adjust to make the hard choices. It means saying yes to something, even though it means you're saying no to something 
else. This is where living in that uncomfortable what-if scenario is a necessity. You have to do it. You have to practice it. You have to just say yes and learn from whatever choices you make. This is why it's scary to be a freelancer because, one, we don't want to make the wrong choice. It's so scary to think, okay, if I say yes to this, I'm actively saying no to something else, and I don't know what the better option is. You have to be able to take those risks. And to be completely honest with you, there's probably going to be another job right around the corner that you're going to be perfect for, right? And you're going to be too busy to do it unless you make choices and say, you know what, this project doesn't serve me the way I need it to. I think there's going to be another project that's coming along, right? You have to be willing to live in the what ifs. Um, but for me, I love this freelance life. It's coming back. It is um, something that's going to really be picking up in New York, LA, even Chicago has a huge freelance life, uh, freelance job market right now. Um, I think it's going to be blowing up in big in bigger cities as you know, the next couple years unfold. Um, so practice this practice, you know, being selective. Practice saying yes and then dealing with those consequences. You have a longer career than you think, I believe. So I believe you have a longer career than you think. So if you say yes to one thing, let that project ride out. The beauty of freelances is not forever. You can finish that project and move on. Do something else. But I think it's going to be really valuable to you to live with whatever choices you make. Yeah. Well, that's what I have for you today. I think being a freelancer is awesome and I love talking about it. And if you love this episode, please let me know at uh, Breaking the Wall Podcast on Instagram or at my own personal Instagram at It's Brandon Coleman. Um, if you have questions, always reach out. Please share, review, rate this on Apple Podcasts, and I will see you all in another episode. Bye, everybody. <laughs>